0: Episode of Coffee and a Combo Podcast. That's my little jingle. Do you like my little jingle, camera?
1: No, I like dirt bike lovers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want more tahini? Because it's over there.
1: No, not yet. No, okay. okay, not more tahini. No more tahini. Okay, no more
0: tajin. Um, so I'm one of your hosts, Jenna Berglund. I'm the brunette of the two of us, who is also single as a Pringle, single as a Pringle, and ready to mingle. Huh? You know what I mean? No, not actually. Um, and my name is Cameron. She's the old
1: stuffy married one. She's no fun. I'm blonde. I'm 22 and you're 21. I just realized that today. Yeah, that's wild. I was wild. thinking to myself, like, oh, we're both 22. No. But we're not. Nope. But, no, But you're older than me. But just by a few months. She's gonna be joining the 22 Club very soon. Feeling 22. What if I just sing song this
0: whole episode? You sing a song? Yeah, like sing song. All my words like this. I would... Would you, I would not air this episode. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Glad we drew that line in okay, the Okay, should we
1: tell them why we have tahini on our drinks today? Yeah, Cameron, you tell you? them. Okay, okay. So, Jenna made me a white, a mango white cloth smoothie. And I asked her, I said, where did you get this recipe from? And she said, from her brain. So, hmm. she made this up. She said, it's like the third time she's made it. This is the best alcoholic beverage I have ever had. I am not joking. Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm like a I, professional I am, not jo- I am
1: not joking. Like, this is better than, oh, my gosh, what are the pink drinks that you get, like, at Bob's Steakhouse? Oh, like daiquiris? Yes. These are better than strawberry daiquiris. Yeah. They're these pretty good. They are pretty good. So I'm pretty good. proud of myself. And it's so honest. summery and fresh and, okay, you tell them what's all in it because I, I won't be able to remember everything. Okay. So, I do
0: frozen pineapple chunks or frozen mango chunks, and then I do... Which one is this one? This is frozen pineapple chunks. Okay. It's a little less sweet. Okay. Pineapple, the pineapple is like more sour. Okay. Okay. And then I do um, a little bit of vodka and then I do White Claw and mango juice, the thick kind of mango juice, you guys. Either get it from like the Mexican store or get the Simply Smoothie brand in the grocery store. And then I add your, and then you add your choice of like a berry Moscato. And just blend it all up. You don't need to add any ice or anything because your fruit is already frozen. Blend that all up. And then pour a little tajin on top. And for those of you who don't know what tajin is, also you can find it at your local Mexican grocery store. Or you can go and find it in like the Mexican aisle at,
1: you know, like Walmart or hy or, or whatever. if you live in the middle of nowhere and don't have any of those, you can probably get it on Amazon.
0: Probably get it on Amazon. It'll change your life. It's two ingredients. It's just dried, like, lime and chili powder like that's it it's chili and lime two ingredients so amazing once you put it on like pineapple or um like citrusy drinks there's this drink that Serena's boyfriend makes us and it's what is it Serena it's like grapefruit and um tequila and what else I don't know what's in that oh okay well (laughs) anyway it's like no idea Squirt. Okay, so it's squirt and grapefruit yes, and tequila and magical stuff. And then he sprinkles tahini on top of it, and it's so good. So once you, like, try any kind of, like, citrusy or, um, or like, margarita or anything with tahini on it, or you try, like, pineapple with tahini on it or mango with tahini on it, you guys, you will never be able to go back. It's so simple, but it's so good. It adds so much. Wouldn't you say, Cameron? It is like, this is what makes the drink, you guys. Right. It is
1: so good. It I just, felt like I was on a beach in Mexico. Yeah. While it, drinking it. Just, it just adds the perfect little... Mm. Did you say that the mango white claw was in it? Yeah, the mango white okay. claw was I was, in like, it. writing yeah. it down the ingredients, because once again, guys, we'll post it to our story, and I didn't hear you say that. I must yeah. just have gotten behind. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. wanted to make sure you threw that in there. Super, And I like how you said amazing. there's a little bit of vodka in it, because you told me there's a lot of vodka. Okay, yeah. There, I did put a if lot. If people actually of want to make it, in it, if they actually want to make it correctly, you have to tell them the actual amount. Okay,
0: so the actual amount is probably gonna be like two cups of frozen, two to three cups of frozen fruit. And that's probably gonna be like three to four shots of vodka, and then it's gonna be like two full cans of white claw, and then like maybe one cup of moscato, and then. A oh, wow. half to one cup of the mango juice. Okay.
1: But that makes a couple. Like it makes several. Right. Like and, three, then, and then you'll probably get like four. three or four. Okay. You'll get like
0: three medium sizes out of that. Okay. Yeah. And you'll get like four smaller servings out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're making one for just yourself, just like cut all that down by whatever I said. So it's only like one shot of vodka. And yeah. like half a thing of White Claw and like a little sp- sprinkle of Moscato but yeah I made like I a full big blender. only indulge in
1: this if you are 21 or over. Yes. Yes
0: that is that is super important. Super important. You know which listeners we're talking to who are not 21.
1: You know who you, you are. You know who you are. Mm, yeah.
0: So make, like good stuff. make the
1: same smoothie just take out all the alcohol. Take out all the alcohol. Still, Still do the, the tahini the though. The tahine the oh, is, yeah. is key. The is key.
0: And it's like spicy, and you're oh. like, why should spicy go with sweet? It just should.
1: I don't know why, it but it should. does. It is. Yeah, heavy. it's so good. So, that's what we're drinking. Okay, that's what we're drinking today. Sorry. <laughs> I just got really excited because I saw our next point we're going to talk about. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. okay. So, um we are going to be talking about some Netflix TV shows. I recently just finished Outer Banks. So, Brady's like, oh, we have to watch this show. Started. Oh my gosh, Serena's standing over there. She loves it. Have you finished it, Serena? Yeah. She loves it. I it she sent me this t-shirt. I feel like she's our producer. She sent me like... This the person on like, the, right. the side and is
0: always, like, talking. Yeah, that's all, that they're always talking to. She's so happy. And it's, like, Googling stuff for them. Um, but she... She sent me this this um she actually got me into Outer Banks cuz she watched it and binge it all before I did and then she comes home and she's like you would love Outer Banks and then we sat there this one day that we both had off and we sat there and watched the entire series mm-hmm. in one day You're and joking. she she rewatched it she had already seen it and she sat there and rewatched it all of it in one day
1: Do you guys think it was cheesy like the first one or two episodes or were you into it right away? Cuz at first yeah. I was like At first yeah. I was like this is like a show a high school kids would watch. Right right. But then uh, it gets you kind of hooked and it then, does get you hooked. Uh, Okay, I'm just gonna say something real fast. It doesn't give it away, but it's for those of you who have seen it. When the dad goes with um, John B on the boat. Okay, this might give something a little away, but it's fine. Spoilers, skip Spoiler, ahead. Yeah, goes with John B on the boat, Brady's he's like, he's gonna get stabby. <laughs> I was like, no, he is not. like, that is way too obvious. And then, like, yeah. you could see the turning point where the dad gets mad and Brady's like, stabby, Todd. <laughs> I love your husband. And then, and then things went downhill. S- He's got to get stabby.
0: Serena Serena sent me this shirt and it said, and it was, like, tie-dye. And then up in the corner it said, I would die for John B. <gasps> yes. And Serena needs that shirt. But you know who I love? I'm a Huge JJ fan. I was just gonna say, JJ's, I like love JJ. Like John B is the obvious choice, right? And like everyone I've, loves John and B. everyone loves John B, but like JJ has my heart so much more than John B, and I'm just gonna say it, and I don't take it back. What about Pope? Nobody loves Pope.
1: No one really loves Pope, he, but I, someone loves Pope at the end. Uh, But we're not going to say. We're not not going to say. say. We're not going to say. I love J.J. too. He's just like, he's had a really rough life. Yeah, and he's like,
0: and he's the one that's always happy and always joyful and like always there for everyone else. But he's always
1: smoking weed. Yeah, he is always,
0: he he is always smoking the devil's lettuce, but I mean,
1: you know. Okay, and can I just say, this is not a spoiler, but the ending actually had me shocked. I did not think it was going to end like that. Mm-mm. I thought there's no way they were gonna get away with that at the end, you know. I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna end I like, like that. know literally, it was like I'm like I'm
0: like it was the last scene, and it was like 30 seconds before it cut out. I'm like they're not ending it like this. There's no. no way they can end it like this. They're not ending it like this. They're not ending it like this. And then it like cuts to credits, and it, the little thing up in the corner yeah. doesn't, it doesn't say like episode next. I'm like they can't end it like that. I know. I was
1: like distraught. Somebody said there's more episodes coming out like. This fall already. So I really hope so. Hmm. I don't know. You guys need to get with it, though. You need to watch Outer Banks. It's... Serena says no. no? Pro- our producer what are says they no. they They haven't even started filming the second season. Whoever told me that is a liar. That is for the birds. I'm not into that. They probably had to wait and see if it went over well. Honestly. Probably. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you'd watch this and you could actually relate. Unlike yeah. Unlike Tiger King. I don't know. Unlike Tiger King. Okay. The next one, though, is I have not finished this, so do not tell me what happens. But Brady and I just started Don't F with Cats. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm, like, shook. Like, it's somehow progressing into, like, a murderer. But still, who on earth puts cats into a, like, vacuum-sealable bag, sucks the air out, and makes them suffocate, and then takes them out and plays with them? Yeah. Jada's like, you've only begun. Yeah.
0: It's it's messed up. But I think what's so cool about it, yeah, obviously he's, like, messed up. But it's, like, internet sleuths. They Which are. Like, I think it's a so real cool. deal. So you guys know I'm all into like my true crime podcasts, right? And there's this one with Jensen and Holes called The Murder Squad, right? Okay. So they um, they go into all these cold cases and they talk about it and they do all this research. And um, there's more over in the picture, Cameron. I just, need I need more smoothie. <laughs> she just topped off her first glass. Um, bring the tahini over here while you're at it. Okay. Um. Anyway, and they. Um, dive into all these old cold cases and all this stuff, and um, and their followers actually are all of these like internet sleuths who are really into true crime and like cold case and all that stuff. And with their audience and interacting with their audience that listen to their podcast and through their podcast and all that stuff, they um, they have actually managed to solve a few cold cases. I think they're up to like really? like last time I listened in, they were up to like three. And then, yeah, isn't that so cool? Like, with, through their podcast, and with, like, their listeners, like, support, and And interaction, and and knowledge, and their ability to, like, dig dirt up online, pretty much, like, internet sleuths, right? They've managed to solve, like, these three cold cases, and I just think that's so cool. So, if you guys are into, like, cold cases, internet sleuths, that kind of stuff, Jensen and Holes, Murder Squad... On exactly right network, you guys. It's a podcast. It's great. You'll love it. Get into it.
1: Love it. I pretty much that that covers our. Our TV show points, right? Oh wait, um, are you watching? No, that one? no, I, don't, I have not. one. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Well, what I'm watching right now is, of course, always Scooby Doo, and I'm almost, I'm almost done with. Okay. Um, have have I not talked about Scooby-Doo? no? You I'm have. Here before? <laughs> you okay. Have,
1: but I'm just like, when is it going to end?
0: Well, I'm, I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting through. <laughs> it should be over um, by now. Mystery Incorporated. It actually has an ongoing plot. Because, Nobody
1: can relate. I'm be sorry. Yes,
0: they can. My sister. Can because okay. their kids watch it, okay? Oh, okay. Beckham and Adriana can relate. Okay. They know what I'm talking about, okay. and Serena can relate. Four people. Serena said, "Unfortunately, Serena, I thought you liked Scooby Doo." I said, "I also watch it." Oh, okay. I thought you said, "I thought I said Serena can relate," and I thought you said, "Unfortunately." I think the, um, OG, OG Scooby Doo Scooby-Doo fan. Scooby-Doo supporter, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, I didn't, like, cut out all the parts that I talk. No, that's fine. Um, and. There was this original. Just so you know what this plot is all about, there was the original Mystery Incorporated. Shut cares. up, Cameron. There was the originally mis. There was the original Mystery Incorporated. Okay. And they leave behind all these clues to this big mystery that leads up. No spoilers. You have to go watch it yourself. This mystery that leads (laughs) up through these whole two seasons. And it turns out that Fred's dad isn't actually Fred's dad. Spoiler alert. And then, but his original two. I thought you said there was no spoilers. his, his, His actual two parents come back in the picture. And Fred's actual two parents were part of the original Mystery Incorporated squad. And then the old Scooby Doo, because they had a pet on the first Mystery Incorporated squad. Mm-hmm. and But their Scooby Doo wasn't a dog, it was a bird. And his name is Professor Paracletes. And it's a bird. Wow. And it's all this stuff oh, going down. Yeah. And I am almost done with it. <laughs> And Please tell
1: us the next time okay. what you learned. Okay, <laughs>
0: actually don't. <no. laughs> okay,
1: you're so mean But what I was so excited about is
0: there's a new Scooby Doo movie coming out. On, <laughs> oh my! Word. On Apple TV
1: tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone set their timers actually by the tomorrow, time they, By the time they listen, yeah, to the, the alarm will be tomorrow. out. Okay.
0: Tomorrow the tomorrow for us is the sixteenth because we're recording this early because Cameron's like going fly, fly, flying off to nowhere. Driving? Yeah, dr- sorry, <laughs> no driving. One's no one's right flying. <laughs> what the heck my dog is such a crackhead one second okay sorry you guys I don't know why but my dog just stares at my sister and whines randomly like she literally acts so great until there's other people around and then she just acts like a psychopath anyway yes there's a new Scooby-Doo TV movie coming out on Apple TV on the 16th and it's going to be fantastic, and Serena and I are so excited to watch it. But if you
1: don't care about Scooby-Doo like the rest of us, go watch <laughs> Don't End With the Cats and Outer Banks.
0: Actually, go watch those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I will I agree with that. Yeah.
1: But also watch Scooby-Doo because... And you have to make those mango smoothie. I am literally on my second gloss right now.
0: Okay, and now that we've had um, a 16-minute intro, we're going to jump into the episode. Wait,
1: do you what? want to tell them what we're talking about today? Oh, I guess I should probably tell them
0: about. It doesn't matter. I guess you can wait till after the coffee pour. I mean, it's a smoothie pour, Cameron. Oh, Get with the program. Okay, so, yeah, I guess I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Today's episode is going to be about the importance of friendship.
1: And... One thing that me and Jenna don't have.
0: Yeah, we don't have a (laughs) friendship whatsoever.
1: We hate each other. We hate each other. (laughs)
0: Alright, so, the importance of close friendship. You guys um my notes poor Cameron she does so good when she writes her outlines and then I'm just kind of like I just like word vomit all over the page I don't know what we're talking about but I'm here yeah we're here for it we're here for it I don't know I had a lot of things going through my head and I was kind of writing them down throughout the day and I was supposed to get this whole outline done last night and it's actually kind kind of ironic because I was supposed to do this outline of like the importance of friendship and like Mm -hmm. investing in friendship and all that stuff and then one of my friends was like can we FaceTime and I'm like I don't really have time to FaceTime but I'm like Literally, you're writing about right, yeah, you're you're literally writing an outline, yeah. talking about why it's important to invest in friendship, and then you're gonna be like, actually, no, we actually, can't, can't Facetime, right? Exactly. So, um, the importance of friendship, and I'm gonna touch on all this, but I'm just gonna go for it. I personally believe, and uh, actually, it's just true. The world, uh, the world that we live in. Um, definitely puts like romantic relationships as like the have all, be all like you have Mm -hmm. to end up in a romantic relationship of some kind or you suck, there's something wrong with you you're never gonna be happy like the key to happiness is to end up with a lifelong partner like that's everyone's goal to have like the epic love get married, we've all had don't you lie to me, I know you have whether you are married, or gonna get married, or you're single, you have that Pinterest page of all of your getting married ideas. Did you have a Pinterest page? You had a Pinterest page. Yeah, I for sure had one when we were engaged. Yeah. I'm sure I had one before that, but... Yeah. um, And, I don't know, I just, I recently, and I was in the same boat for a long time, and I mean, I still, I still would like all that. I would love to be in a relationship, I would love to, you know... Uh, hopefully eventually get married, like pop out some babies, have that, you know, special someone forever. But something that's really kind of been on my heart for the last, I'd say, year is just how important friendship is and how important investing in friendship is and how, I think, underrated, good, solid friendships are. So, that being said, um, generally when... Uh, I talk about like close friendships you're gonna have kind of like two different I would say like three different pools I guess of friends so you're gonna have your closest inner circle which they say is three to five of your closest friends who gen generally share like the same morals and the same um and the same priorities and kind of the same mindsets on things like when like I think about our friend group and we can get together and yeah we don't agree on every little thing down to the nitty gritty but for the most part it's like okay you know we have these similar thoughts we have a respect for each other and we can talk and even if we don't agree on everything we can talk about everything that's near and dear to our hearts and have and be heard out and talk through things and I think that's just that's just like so important important to have it's just some yeah you're gonna have those friends where like look at this funny meme and you can talk about light-hearted things but to actually have those three to five really close friends that you can sit down and like talk about deep stuff with and issues and things that have mm-hmm. really been pressing on your mind I think is like super important
1: and I think it's not like it's not like you guys are gonna agree on everything but you agree on like the important things in life right like the things that matter and the things that actually like, shape your life are the things that you guys actually are going to like relate with and like be able to understand right. each other on and as you're talking about, like, our close friend group, I was thinking about, like, the other night, like, for my birthday when we all had, like, yeah. um we did that pasta cooking class. Right. And at the end, I was, like, asking my mom about everything. I don't remember what I was saying to her something about us like you probably thought like because we got like really giggly like we had some wine and when we're all together it always seems like we're drunk even though we're all sober like that's right. just, how, that's just how it is it's yeah. like we're just like thrown back to like and junior say, high and we literally say everything and, and it's like an open book and I was like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry like that was probably too much for you and she was just like no she's like it's just so cool to see you guys interact she's like you are all so different like we all like have different like faith views and we all are in different places of our life and like One girl's in a sorority, and another girl, like, is in college, and another girl's not in college. And it's just, like, we all have, like, all these... One girl's
0: super into, like, politics. One girl is, like, a farm girl. One girl's a city girl. Like, we, like, our friend group, every single person in it is so completely unique mm-hmm. and just, like, almost opposite. Like, mm-hmm. we are all opposite of each other.
1: Right. And my mom was like, it's just so cool to see how you guys can sit down and you're all so different and can have a conversation and, like, not argue. She's like, right. you guys can all talk about something and see each other's points of view. And, like, I don't remember her wording. It was really good. But after she said that, I was like, how cool is that? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's because we just all became friends when we were so young right. or not. But, like, we all get together and we all respect each other's opinions. And then we can talk – everyone can talk freely about, like, what they believe or, like, a situation or, like, a story in their life. And, like, they don't feel like the other person is going to look down upon them because of it or whatever. Because we know that everyone lives our lives a little differently and everyone has different morals than, like, each of us and stuff. So, I just – I don't know. I think that's so cool. And I'm – I don't know if that's something I could have – now because I've grown so much like in what I believe in everything like if I had a group of friends now I don't know if we would be able to like come in like that or if it's because we've grown up together I don't know but
0: yeah I don't know it's so it's so interesting it's so interesting to like think about and because it is it's honestly it's just so different from anything else that I mean that you kind of see and I almost something that was really interesting to me after hanging out at your um at your, per- at your birthday party was, like you said, we're all so different, but we know what each, like, what each, and like you said, we kind of have more, different moral standings yeah. on different things, you know, like, Megan thinks one thing, Callie thinks one thing, I think one thing, right. you think one thing, and even if we don't necessarily, like, believe them ourselves, we know that that person has, like, set that boundary for their life and yeah. has set that moral line in the sand for themselves, yeah, yeah. And so even if we don't necessarily feel that for ourselves if we see like them slipping up we're like hey 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 you're better than this. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. So even if we don't agree with like everything or how or you know, we don't have like the same standards or you know, the same um boundaries and all that kind of stuff, we can still hold each other accountable because we've known each other for so long mm-hmm. and we know what's like in everybody's hearts. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So I think that's really cool too because one thing I think, especially, you know, like us as Christians, and we were taught this growing up too. It's really important to have people in your life to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, to really, you know, brothers lift each other up, mm-hmm. and and sisters, um, <laughs> lift each other up in like what is good and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's just uh, it's another reason. I mean, there's so many reasons. Why I think it's so important to have friendship. But one of the big ones is, you know. You have someone to be accountable to, like, yeah. like if you're about if you're about to do something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell my you know closest friends about mm-hmm. this. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell Serena about it. And mm-hmm. then it, it almost makes you pause to think for a second and be like, okay, am I going to be? Am I going to feel bad about this? Am I going to feel like right. ashamed about this? Is this something that I should be doing? Like all that kind of stuff.
1: Which okay, I'm gonna. I don't know if I should say this. If you don't like this, cut it. Say out. it. If you don't like this, because it's about you. You, you told me, I remember you like, I don't remember if you called me or like talked to me in person. You're like, yeah, like I wanted to do like a party bus for my 21st birthday and everything. And like, even if I'm not going to be like blackout drunk or whatever, like, I don't know if I should be like um, inviting people to that, like, event, where, like, yeah. they might be, like, get putting themselves in that position, like, a position that I don't agree with, and, like, all this stuff, and then you chose not to do the party bus, but, like, I feel like you stating that out loud to me, and me being, like, oh, yeah, like, that's probably not the best, like, me, right. like, you, like, going through that whole process with me, I feel like helped you, like, realize, like, realize, like, right. yeah, that the best option. I
0: think a lot of the time, too, is, and, and like you said, we're, like, so non-judgmental of each other, but it is, like, it is, we're, we're that safe place to land to be like, I need to talk this through. I need to figure out what's going on in my yeah. head. And I feel like we're almost that like, soft voice of reason. Like, maybe that's not the best choice. And then a lot of the time, the other person will be like, okay, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll be here to pick up the pieces when you fall flat yeah. on your face. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. And
1: like, we're still here. Just,
0: like, we're still here. Even if you don't, yeah. you know, follow our advice or yeah. agree with what we're saying or anything like that, mm-hmm. we're still going to be here for you at the end of it. And then we're going to be here when you want to talk it through. But on that note a lot of the time I'm like if I'm questioning this if I'm questioning this or I'm questioning how someone will like perceive it or if it will set the wrong tone for like my life and who I am as a person and and what I want to convey to the world about who I am if I'm questioning that there's probably a good chance it's not the best life choice Mm -hmm. and like a lot of time yeah you just need to like not care what people think Mm -hmm. but I think it it's really important to have those, like, strong people in your life who have at least somewhat of the same ideas and standards as you. Yeah, for sure. To hold you up to your own standards. Because yeah. a lot of the time, you don't feel like it. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: having standards and boundaries is a lot of work.
1: Yeah, it is. And sometimes you just want to be like, screw it, I'm going to go boundaries. live my life. <laughs> I'm right? not at my parents' house anymore, so right. I can actually do what I want yeah. now. So. <laughs> exactly. But
0: it's not always the case. Not as no. the best life choice.
1: Um, anyway. Um,
0: so, yeah. So, you have your close inner circle of three to five friends. Okay. That's what I would say our little, you know, friend group is. And then you have your next outer circle. So, they say there's three circles in all, like, the, where, like, where did you relationship
1: books. Where did you find books. this? Oh, the relationship books. Relationship books. And then I, this?
0: there was a, we had, like, a week-long of classes on it in when I was in France. Oh, okay, okay. So I, like, pulled out my notes, actually, today. And I, like, wow. looked through them. So they say there's, like, like you're, like, three circles of friendship. Your inner circle is, like, three to five people. And then okay. you have your next circle where it's, like, where you are friendly with them. And so what that is, it's, like, those friends that you like, yeah, let's go out to movies. Let's, like, go grab a drink somewhere. Uh-huh. Let's okay. hang out. You know, sure, I'll go to the basketball game uh-huh. with you. You still are friendly with them it's fun to hang out with them but it's not the same as like you come to them with like your deep personal issues because okay. that inner circle you should be keeping like tight you don't want oh, okay. too many cooks in the kitchen if don't you know bring what I mean. the cooks
1: into the kitchen not too There's many cooks a in the kitchen. you can have
0: you know like a bunch of friends that you hang out with you know you yeah
1: you interact with you socialize with whatever yeah as you're saying all this i'm like Picking the people in my life and putting them and you're into the of circles, like putting them into yeah. the circles, right? It kind okay. of you kind of like okay, yeah,
0: I can see that. And then on your third outer, and so that the next circle is usually about ten to fifteen people. And then your even outer circle from that mm-hmm. is going to be another ten to fifteen people, and those are going to be like your acquaintances, okay? Right. So you kind of keep up with them through social media. You can carry on a conversation here and there. You know, you'll hang out with them. They're like your friends' friends type okay. of thing, gotcha. right? Right. So those are your acquaintances, and pretty much when you are focusing on like building relationships and all that kind of stuff your main priority should be within your tight circle and then next obviously that second outer circle of your friendly friends but not your close friends okay and um anyway that's just like a little breakdown of kind that's of good. like that's relational good. and i think it's i think it's important too and it's not like i don't i don't i have this written in the notes later I'm sorry i'm going to jump all over a little bit but I don't believe in the whole, like, cutting people off thing, Mm -hmm. but in relationships and friendships, I think it is important to have boundaries. So, I think it's important to, like, figure out who that close circle is. Okay. Keep it tight, and then if you're like, you know what, I don't think that person should be in that tight inner circle. They need Mm -hmm. to kind of, like, be pushed out to the outer circle. Okay. That's not... It's not a terrible thing to do. It's not a terrible thing to distance yourself. And maybe they just get kicked out to the outer circle for, like, a few months of your life because mm-hmm. something they're going through or something you're going through. I don't believe in the whole, like, cut cut someone off because they're toxic for you, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Yes, distance yourself. Maybe don't share as much information.
1: Don't toss your pearls before swine. Okay, I've, got, know? I've got something to say here. Yeah, this say is, it. This is some juicy juice. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I feel like, which I don't know if you'll totally agree with this, but I feel like for the most part, you and I, we've been, like, we've been in the the very inner circle of each other's lives. But I think there's been times when you and I are in, like, that middle circle. Yeah. Of each other's lives. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, like, even Jen and I, who are, like, best friends since, like, two, have, like... Push each other out for like a few times. Like, right. there's been times where I push her out. And I'm like, mm, I had enough of you for a couple months. Right. And then yeah. there's been times where she's like, mm, I had enough of you, you for, for a like, couple months. Like, a year. No, just I'm just joking. I just said like when you left. Yeah. When you left, obviously that was hard. Like, you're not here. But right. then there's also been times like when we are living in the same state and stuff when it's just like, mm, you know, mm, not so much. So, like, that yeah. will
0: happen. So it will, yeah, it will happen. And it's okay. And it's okay to happen. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean, I feel like we, especially as women, which I think is so hard. And that's why I want to talk about it. Cause I'm like, Women, girl-on-girl girl friendship, I think, is so, so, so important, but it's also one of the hardest things because, let's face it, women are dramatic, women are catty, we can hold a grudge to our graves. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. But, on the other hand, is I think that, like, girl friendship is so important. It's something that I've learned to, like, cherish so much, and I don't think that, like, quote-unquote, like, falling outs mm-hmm. or whatever... Always have to be, like, this big ordeal. Like, we disagreed on something, and we got into a fight, and yeah. now I'm not going to talk to her for three years, and we're going to lose our friend. No! Yeah. You just take a step back. You have some differences. You come back later and be like, sorry, I was on my period. You <laughs> yes. take you take some time. You squish each I other. I love that. You squish each other to the outer circle. Mm-hmm. You come back later, and you're like, hey, closer than ever. Let's go back to the inner circle. Let's go back to the inner circle. I, like, our close friend group, when um like there's like you know a couple of them that are that for a long time were in that outer friend group like I wasn't oh yeah for sure. I, I wasn't communicating with them all even monthly sometimes. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I still kind of knew what's going on in their lives. Still cared right. about them. Still, you know, like, prayed for them and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But as far as, like, talking to each other on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. it wasn't that. So yeah. they weren't in my inner circle for a, a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you come back together and you kind of rekindle that and now I would say they're in my inner circle and there's some other people from, you know, this past season of my life that I'm kind of like, okay, kind of pushed to the outer circle. And I think... I honestly think that's, it sounds like I'm like friend hopping a little bit in a sense, but I think it's honestly fine because different people are going to go through different seasons of their life Mm -hmm. that, and you're going to be called to invest in different people Mm -hmm. at different measures in different parts of your life too. So it's like maybe these three to four people really needed me to invest in their life in this past year Mm -hmm. and these people didn't so much. So those people who were in my inner circle had to take a back seat for a while and then these people had to... I like, had to bring in a little bit they closer. Needed, yeah, of they, like, thing, needed, right? they needed the connection. They yeah. needed the friendship. Whatever, right? So I don't really think there's anything wrong with that either. You guys, I'm not a relationship expert. This is just, like, my experience that I've been through in, like, the past year. It's been heavy on my heart. I feel like I've been, like, praying a lot about it, yeah. reading a few different books, that kind of stuff. Um. Anyway, so that has been my personal experience um, as far as, like, the different circles the of different friendships circles. goes. Right. If all that made sense. That's, like, okay. good. No,
1: that's, like, a good point, though, because I... I don't know, like, I haven't, like, until you actually said this, I haven't, like, really sat down and thought about it, but the circle thing is, like, really true. And I have also can think of, like, several people that I'm, like, really good friends with now that, right. like, at points in my life, like, there was even, like, a year or two that one of my, like, closest friends now, me and her were not on talking terms. Like... Right. And I don't even know what we were in, like not doing well with, like, now right, we're, like, right, right. fine, but it's just, like, right it's just funny, and I also think that that can relate totally with, like, being better and forgiveness and everything like that, like, you have yeah. to forgive or you're going to be better, and if you guys ever right. see the little old ladies at the post office being real mean, they got some forgiving that they didn't do about 30 right. years ago, so, yep, yep, <laughs> so, yeah, take care of that,
0: <laughs> um, That is my next point, is investing in friendship. It takes, in all caps, work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of times, just like, I don't know why we think that, like, friendship is any different than, like, a romantic relationship in some regards. Because Mm -hmm. there is. There's going to be hurt feelings. There's going to be fights. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be hurt feelings. And you have there has to be grace. There has to be forgiveness. Mm -hmm. There has to be moving forward. There has to be all that stuff. Because friendship just like a romantic relationship it takes work you have to invest in it you have to invest time into Mm -hmm. it you have to make it a priority to text that person back to you know you know comment on their Instagram picture or something (laughs) like that. that you know like whatever it happens to be you have to be intentional I that that's something that has been just those two words have reverberated in the back of my mind for the past year it's invest investing and being intentional yeah because it's not like those good solid friendships and even the outer circle friendships they take communication they take let's go get coffee let's talk about some Mm -hmm. stuff what's going on in your life let's get past the small talk type Mm -hmm. of thing and it's sometimes it's awkward sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's just it's just like anything else in life it's not it's not an easy thing all the time Mm -hmm. and yeah it's supposed to be a lot of fun and you're supposed to be able to go out with your girls Mm -hmm. and like go dancing and you're like let's go get marked or let's go to the movies Mm -hmm. or let's have a bible study let's like sit around and watch movies like whatever it happens to be yeah it's fun but also you have to be intentional you have to have forgiveness there grace you have to take time to truly invest yeah
1: definitely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, um, it's, at, the first steps to a new friendship are not fun and they are hard. Yep. But what you guys are going to get after, from that friendship, if it works out, is like so amazing and it's totally worth it in the end. Right. But I do think it's really hard and I've had before, I've had a couple of times, I can think of two instances where I asked someone to like go get coffee or go get a drink or something or whatever. And I was really hard and I was like kind of nervous and everything. And the one, like, we're not really friends now, like we can like text now and then about like a question you know what I mean like right. acquaintances we right. the right thing like we had a great time that night but like we're not really friends right but then the other one is like a growing friendship so like right. it's sometimes it's gonna work out and sometimes it's not gonna work out yeah. and that's totally okay that's totally okay I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's
0: just like it's just kind of like dating in that regard. like no, it I go, is. I've, I've gone on a few like first so dates. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've gone on a few first dates and like I don't, I don't believe in dating casually. Yeah. Right? That's not what I'm saying. But like, you're like, oh, hey, this might be okay. This might be something. Let's figure it out. You yeah. go on a first date. Mm, no. No. <laughs> not going to work out. Actually, Actually. No. Yeah. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of the same principles. It totally is. I agree. Um. Okay, and then the next thing that I have written down here is having boundaries in friendship is important. It's okay to say no or to take a minute and evaluate. I feel like we already kind of touched on that. Mm-hmm. But again, you guys, just because like yes, being selfless is important, being there for your friend is important, but also you have to realize that there is gonna be there's gonna be times. Where maybe someone like hurts you and you are not in an emotionally, mentally stable enough right. place to handle it. Mm-hmm. And at that point you're just like, okay, cool, we got to take a step back. Just take a step back. Just yeah. take a step back. It doesn't have to, like I said, it doesn't have to be a big old thing. But it's 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 okay to know what you deserve and what you can handle mm-hmm. in your current state of life. Yeah. In your current season of life. And if there's a few people that you just like can't handle. Because some people, whether we like to admit it or not take more work to cabin in your life than others
1: yeah that's true
0: and that's just and like that's not trying to be nasty or mean towards anyone that's just that's I think just everyone who's listening it. can agree though right to that like that's right. just
1: yeah so I have a question for you yeah um okay so when you like because this seems to be like a big trend and it seems to be a big thing that like I don't know motivational speakers and like I don't know influence and stuff push is everyone is saying like Like, it always seems like, especially around the new year, people are like, this is the year of me, this is the year of choosing me first, this is the year of saying yes to me, 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 blah, 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 blah. and, like, cutting out, and, like, cutting out those, and, like, I know we could, like, cutting out all these negative people, and doing all this stuff, like, what do you think of that? Because I have certain thoughts about that, but it's completely different than what other people think.
0: (laughs) I, um, what you think. I think it's complete bogus. Okay. Same. Because listen, we are called iGen for a reason. We are the generation that is obsessed with us. We are the generation that is obsessed with fame, whether that be you want to be famous on TikTok, you want to be an influencer, or you want to be a YouTube star, whatever happens. Not pointing fingers at anyone, all that stuff is fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there's the Beth Moores and the Priscilla Shires of the world and a bunch, you know, and yeah. uh, what's Rachel Hollis? Rachel Hollis, you know, like like really inspirational women and all this stuff and um and that's all fine and well yeah but also it it has become so prevalent in our um generation in our society today that it's just it's all about us it's all about our own comfort we want to we want to be comfortable any like we have life hats to make life Mm -hmm. easier and all this kind of stuff and me personally I'm like we weren't especially I mean coming from a Christian point of view We weren't called here to live our best lives. No. And I don't believe we are called to live our best lives and... We weren't called to live this life for us. Right. And to live this life for us and to be comfortable. Right. I mean, it says the exact opposite in in the Bible, you know, and that's what you and I believe in. And it says the exact opposite. It says that we're going to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and that we should be uncomfortable. And, like... At the same time, like, yes, it's important to, like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we care about our health and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, like, if you need to go get, you know, you needed to go talk to a counselor to help, you know, with whatever mental struggles you're having or emotional issues you're having, yes, please, go see a counselor or all that kind of stuff. It's important to take care of yourself. But also, at the end of the day, it is not about mm-hmm. you first and foremost. I truly believe in, yes, being selfless, but there's a difference between being selfless. And running yourself dry Mm -hmm. and letting people walk all over you. Yeah, for sure. There's a big difference between being uncomfortable. And and being like being friends with someone, you're like, oh my gosh, I do not feel like being friends with them. They're like a weirdo. They're yeah. socially <laughs> awkward. Like I don't want to bring them around my other friends, blah, 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 all this stuff. There's a difference between that and there's a difference between like this person is seriously draining me. Like right. every time I hang out with them, it's just like emotionally like, I leave not feeling good. I leave, I just leave ex- like emotionally, mentally yeah. exhausted. Like I I need to distance myself because here's mm-hmm. the thing. Being selfless is pouring yourself into somebody else, mm-hmm. okay? If you are around someone, again, you guys are not an expert, if you're around someone who is draining you so much that you are unable to give anything else to anybody else, mm-hmm. that person is not healthy for you at this time. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody else has the emotional, mental, spiritual maturity that they can take on that kind of person. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with being like, I am not the person that this person needs right now because I am barely hanging on because they're in my yeah.
1: life. No, I think that's really good. That's a good
0: way of putting that. So, no, I don't believe in, like, in like this is the year of me and blah, 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 blah. It's all about me. and like saying I, yes to me and everything that I want. Right. because everything not... that I want and everything and I just need to be comfortable all the time. No. You're you're you're
1: being selfish. Yes, take care of yourself so you can invest in other people. Yes, like please get some rest and eat well and work out. Like I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing those things right. for yourself. You should be but, but
0: using your wellness as an excuse to not treat other people well or to cut people out that are just an inconvenience to your life. Yeah, not okay. Not okay. Because That's what a lot of this current like me culture is. Is it's not necessarily you're damaging to my life. It's Mm -hmm. you're an inconvenience. And we need to really, really look hard and realize the difference. Because there is a
1: difference. Mm -hmm. There are those, like I said, there's those people who are draining. And then there are those people you're just like, you're kind of annoying. (laughs) Which I also think that if we sat there and like... Okay, if you were kind of having that more negative, pessimistic mindset and you were like, okay, this person's an inconvenience, this person's an inconvenience, and you like actually sat there and see how many people were an inconvenience to your life, you wouldn't have a lot left because at some point in your life, I'm sure someone's an inconvenience. And also, if people cut out you whenever you were an inconvenience, I don't think you'd have any friends left. No. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be an inconvenience to you every now and then, and you're going to be an inconvenience to them every now and then. And that's life. (laughs) And that's just like, yeah, that's just it. That's life.
0: And it's also, it's just, and like... And what's so weird to me is that this thing is coming up and, and I feel like a lot of people are just using it. Like, I feel like it started out like a lot of things, like the body positive movement, Feminism, whatever it happens to be, it starts out with really good intentions and then it snowballs into people making excuses for poor choices, right? of course. So it started out as this thing where it's like, hey, you actually need to talk about your feelings. You actually Mm -hmm. need to take time for yourself. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to get yourself in a good spot so Mm -hmm. you can pour into other people. And we have turned it into the slightest inconvenience means that I'm not taking care of me Mm -hmm. and I need to take care of me. And we've used it as an excuse to get out of things. Like, for example, there is this there's this there's this girl in my life and I was around her quite a bit literally guys this is gonna make you sound like a horrible person I despised her guts I'm like you are so an- I couldn't stand being around her <laughs> I could not stand being around her I'm like you are so annoying yeah I'm just being real with you guys right now I'm not perfect yeah okay that's that's just uh, yeah that's just it okay I'm not perfect so I'm getting real with you I'm like you're so annoying can't stand being around you like she <laughs> she just grinded my gears yes. so much and it was at the i be- think we've all had this before it was at the beginning of them and i didn't even know what she did i didn't even know what it was it she was was just like, breathe she would it- breathe and i'm like can you not can you not please oh my gosh so i remember this one day call my mom and i'm just ranting raving probably about like she like blew her nose funny and I was pissed about it. Like that's honestly how petty right. it was looking back. But at the time I'm just like the <laughs> and I was just like going off to my mom. And my mom, bless her soul, and I told her off. And it's, you know those moments where you're like, shoot, you look back, and you're like, my mom was right, and I was a complete, like, just, uh, like, butt cheek to her. Yeah. And you just feel terrible. This is, what, this is one of those moments, there's a few of those moments in my life where you're like, okay, mom was right, and I was terrible. Just a few. Just a few. No. Just I a few. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And she's like, well, it sounds like she's just insecure, a little socially awkward, maybe she needs a friend. Maybe the Lord is calling you. You know my mom, right? Yeah. She's like, Maybe the Lord is calling you to be her, like, best friend. And I'm yeah. like, no. Why don't you try to like, mom? Gonna... Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, do not speak that over me. Do not speak that over me. I'm like, I don't want. I'm like, no, I don't think he is. And I just, yeah. like, went off about why she was wrong. And my, um, my mom and my sisters have said this. I got, uh, like, since I've been in high school, like, they're like, you can't. You can't convince Jenna she's wrong of anything. Oh. Which, I mean, you guys, I have a podcast. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, So okay? do. So, that, I mean, I am my father's daughter. Until I come to the conclusion myself, you will not convince me that, yeah. that I am wrong. I feel like, and, like, I'm working on it. And it's something that I have realized yeah. in myself over a lot of years and a lot of tears.
1: <laughs> it's something that I'm realizing but... It's, like, a good thing, I feel like, with the amount of time we spend together in the podcast, it's a good thing we have so many similar beliefs, or things would not be well, Yeah, probably. things would not <laughs> be well, probably. Um, But, no, it's something that I am working on, because,
0: no, I'm, I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. I am a 21-year-old. I do not know anything, yeah. okay? Like, I know very little compared to a lot of people out there. I mm-hmm. need to just shut my mouth, and, like, t- and get a little bit of humility in my life and I'm working on it I'm even reading a book called Humility for anyone who cares and um but that being said my mom is like talking to me she's like well maybe you just like need to be her friend and like I am like I just am like firing back I'm like no and I was just going crazy. And so then my mom starts getting a little riled up, right? right? Like, yeah. okay, she's got a German temper. She gave it to me. And um and so she starts getting a r- little riled up. And she's like, Jenna, you're not listening to me. what? and she and she starts going off outside. Of course. Of the, you know, like like she's insecure. Like she needs friends. Like, how would you feel? You know what it feels like to be left out, yeah. blah, blah blah blah, all this stuff. And I'm like, She has friends. And she's like, Does she? And I'm like, Well, no, <laughs> like you know, Not and I we lean back and forth, and then finally she's like, "Okay, fine," and then we like hung up, and you know whatever. And the next day we loved each other again, but then a month passes, mm-hmm. right? A month passes, and slowly but surely, I'm like, shoot and fast forward like a year and now she's like one of my really good friends and we go out like once a week oh my gosh and we catch up and we like text each other and we're close and I love her she came to my birthday party she was a hit at my birthday party like everybody loved her and I'm like you've got to be kidding me and and I, I don't think I ever told my mom this but I'm like gosh she was right like it's yeah. so like ah it, it it just drives me nuts and that that is happening more often than I'm like oh my gosh my mom was right about everything you're like oh and she word. always is and I'm like why do I ever even like ugh, it's just it's just so funny to be like smacked in the face with that right. but coming full circle you guys it is so so selfish it is so 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 selfish to be to just to just not even give someone the time of day because it's an inconvenience to you when they could really be needing someone in right. their life. Yeah, like you have no idea what they're going through. Like maybe all they need is just a friendly. Let's. You want to come with us? Yeah. Invite them to a group activity. Mm-hmm. Like I think we've talked about this in loneliest generation episode, but just. Just if they invite, even if they don't end up coming, could just mean mean the world to somebody. Mm -hmm. And you have no idea. Yeah. Well, you're over here like, I'm just doing me for me and like whatever makes me happy. No, they are in a hole of depression just wishing that somebody
1: would like them enough to want to spend time with them. I think even sending somebody like a text message. Like, I don't know how many times that I've like thought about someone like, oh my gosh, like I haven't talked to them in like months. Like, how are they doing in life? And it's like, in your head, you're like, mm, yeah, I wonder, but I'm not going to send that text or whatever. But can you imagine right. how much it would mean to them if you just texted them? Right. Or if That's you just, just called it. them or you, I mean, anything. Like, just ask them to do something. Like, right. I think about, when I start to, like, wonder, like, uh which this is like taking a whole other, like. Um, road than, like, being worried about me. But sometimes I get concerned, like, that people don't want to be friends with me or I get concerned yeah. like, that I'm not good enough. But then I think about it, I'm like, I put myself in the position, like, what if this person texted me and asked me to do this? Or right. this person did this or this or this or whatever. Right. To me, like, I would, like, be so happy, so why right. would they not feel the same way? Right. And, I mean, if they don't feel the same way, then too bad because I'm a pretty amazing person. Right. So. I'm, like, the coolest person to be friends with. Whatever. <laughs> um, But, no, like, you're totally right because, like, that
0: whole, like, that whole internal monologue of, like, Insecurity, fear of rejection, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff—that like constant in the back of your mind, like what if they don't want to be friends? What if I'm being annoying? Blah blah blah. It's just a whole another form mm-hmm. of being selfish. You're just it is. you're just caught up in your own little world. You don't care. You only care about what's gonna make you feel uncomfortable because because even yes, you're insecure. You're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of that awkwardness. That's still thinking about your own comfort and what's yeah. gonna be an inconvenience for you. So even even like that, like fear, yeah. in a way, is another form of just being like. Really selfish. It is, and it's it really it's hard is. to
1: realize that. Right. But I've heard you talk about that before, and I'm like, wow, it actually is. Like, it actually is. Yeah. It's it hard actually to realize, is. But. Yeah.
0: It's. I. I don't know. That. It's. And it's. And it's a hard because it just kind of like goes round and round and mm-hmm. round and around because yeah. you're like. You're like. I'm insecure so then I don't be friends with anyone but because I'm not friends with anyone I'm insecure and it just keeps on going around and around in this like vicious circle that it's and it's really really hard to get out of and it takes like guts and gumption and intention and like prayers from your mother up to the big man upstairs for you to get out of that rut Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: yeah it really it really is and it took me a long time to realize just how much my like insecurity and fear was very 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 selfish mm-hmm. so yeah um okay Moving on. Um, um, in that same regard okay there's going to be some friendships you invest in and get nothing in return so you need to learn to distinguish the difference and be honest with yourself about how much you can give we okay. kind of talked about this a little bit obviously creating those you know boundaries it's okay to take a step back all that stuff mm-hmm. but also if you're being called to just invest in someone and you're just like wow I'm getting nothing in return you have to sometimes it's okay that you're doing all the work for that friendship and you're going in getting filled up from your other friendships right you know because some people like we said they just need that yeah it's you're gonna be their friend and you're gonna be their shoulder and you're gonna be there like Mm -hmm. strong in the storm right and you're gonna get nothing in return and if you're in a place where you are you know like I said mentally emotionally you know, spiritually mature enough Mm -hmm. to handle that, Mm -hmm. it might be something that you're supposed to be investing in and you just kind of have to, like, realize that and be okay with it. Yeah, you know, Because I think we've all had friends like that, where you're like, you put everything in, you get nothing in return, and you can be kind of bitter about it, Mm -hmm. or you can be like, okay, I can handle it right now. I have some other really good solid friendships. Let's do this. This person needs it. Right. Right? And then, but obviously distinguishing the difference between this person actually needs it and you're enabling this person to kind of be a poopy person. <laughs> you, know?
1: True. you know, you know, you know, guys. <laughs> there's, there's a fine line with all of this. <laughs> there's a fine line with all of this, you guys. And you have um, to just apply it to your own life. And you right. have to, you're the only person who's in charge of your life yeah. and you have to pick and decide like, okay, like this is gonna work right. for me. This isn't gonna work for me. Right. Like Jen and I can't be like, yeah, you gotta do this or no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, exactly, exactly. exactly. So. And like I said, we're
0: not experts. This is just what, like my, we talk about our personal experiences you guys this is what we've experienced this is what I've experienced especially like in the past year Mm -hmm. but in my you know friendships relationships overall too okay um so there are going to be some seasons where you're called to invest in friendships and people more than others and there are going to be seasons when you're going to be mostly alone do not get discouraged in this you guys so I would say like my past year I like like You know, like every now and then I'm like, okay, what has this past season been teaching me? Oh, I like to, like something. Right. I I do like to reflect. I don't like to dwell. I like to reflect. Okay. And it's something that they, it's actually an exercise they taught us in France. (laughs) I always feel like, like, I'm like, like, let me just brag about my time in Europe or like, like, but no, but seriously, they, they taught us to like put a word to your season, whether it's a three month season, whether it's a six month season, whether it's a... Whether it's, you know, a one-month season, whether mm-hmm. it's a two-year season, whatever it happens to be. And I feel like my first year in, in Sioux Falls was really a season of being alone and being okay with being alone. Okay. It was like, okay, you've gone through all of this, like, training and, you know, you've you your relationship with God has gotten closer. But when mm-hmm. rubber meets the road, would you really be okay if it was just, like, you and Jesus stranded on a desert
1: mm-hmm. island, right? And I'm just like... Mm-hmm.
0: And it kind of, it really jolted me a little bit. And I went through a really hard time, a really dark period. But then finally, I kind of realized what was going. And I was kind of, I started looking for like the lessons in that yeah. season. And so, yeah, you are going to go through seasons where it is just going to be you, yourself, and I. Mm-hmm. Right? And <clears throat> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to go through those times of aloneness. You don't have to have like a thousand friends throughout your entire life. I think it's important to have that time with just yourself to learn who you are without the influence of other people Mm -hmm. and that's something like super interesting that I didn't think that I hadn't ever really thought about until I went through it I'm like who am I without um, a bible school who am I without my parents who am I without my home church who Mm -hmm. am I without my home group of friends and it was this time where kind of just about everybody distanced themselves from me Mm -hmm. and I don't think it was like But it wasn't purposeful or to be hurtful. It just naturally happened happened because of everything everyone was going through in their lives. But I think it was meant to happen so I could, like, learn all the – learn this different stuff about myself and, you know, like, my shortcomings and my weaknesses and things that I was actually interested in and things that I – you know, and, like, all this different stuff. It was definitely a time of learning. But then I would say this past year now has been all about, like, really investing into friendships and being intentional in relationships Mm -hmm. and – like, fostering, like, healthy, healthy friendships. Not just friendships where you, like, sit around and you gossip and whatever and talk bad about the girl who's not in the room. Like, no, that's kind of an unhealthy friendship, I'm sorry to say. But also, you know, like, like really good, like, platonic healthy friendships yeah. with other guys too. You know, like, mm-hmm. I've I've been on a lot about girl friendships and I have been really... <clears throat> Investing in my girlfriendships too, but like also those guy friendships. And I think that this last season of my life has definitely been a lot about being intentional with friendships and relationships because here's the deal you're not always going to have that.
1: Yeah. You're not so always going to
0: have that. And there's nothing wrong with either season. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with an alone season, there's nothing wrong with a season filled with friendship, there's nothing wrong with a season where you are in a relationship with someone else and you can't focus
1: so much on your friends. I was just gonna say that when you're in a relationship with someone else, especially when you are married, it is, like, totally different. You know right. what I mean? It's completely right. different. Like, you can't just have, like, those random, like, guy friends. or You know what I mean? Right. Or, like, yeah, you can be friends with guys, but it's more, like, in a group setting. Like, I know that you'll go right. get, like, lunch or supper with, like, some of your guy friends. And, like, yeah. hang out. Like, I would never do that because I'm married. Right. I'm like, see you, Brady. I'm going to go get lunch with my dude other guy friends. <laughs> like, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: and I would say, I would say even in a, in a, um... Even when you're like dating someone, mm-hmm. I don't th- i right. i personally i personally don't think it's appropriate to have right. to have one on one time with guy with yeah. guy friends. No. But me being a single gal, obviously, like most of the time, I'm doing it. I'm hanging out one on one with one of my guy friends, like in a public setting, or you know, in a group setting, or whatever. And you know them really well, and, you and know I know intentions. them really well, yeah. and I know their intentions, I know where we stand, and you know, healthy boundaries, all that. <clears throat> How I grew up and all that kind of jails. and um. And it's something that I can do right now because I have the time. Yeah. It was so... It's so interesting to me because, I mean, you know, full honesty here, you know, about like five-ish months ago, I was kind of like toying with the idea of getting further involved with a guy friend. And I just... I didn't have the time. I I realized Mm -hmm. when it came down to it, I'm like, I just don't have the time. Okay, And... And, cause I, you know, we had like our podcast thing going mm-hmm. and, um, and I was, I'm like, I'm like, I have all these things planned with my families and with my friends and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. I can schedule you out in about, in about like two and a half months to hang. You cool with that? <laughs> How is that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, sounds Bye. good. <laughs> and like, and that's the thing because right now I'm at a point in my life where I want to prioritize mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that when you're in a relationship, you can't prioritize that same stuff. Your priorities shift in different it's gonna seasons. It's going to be different. It's yeah. going to be different. And like, yeah, and obviously you can speak to this, but juggling, I mean, juggling friendship and a relationship is not easy. And you can't, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't invest in as many friendships when you were in a relationship with a guy just because you have to have time to have a healthy you know romantic relationship Mm
1: -hmm. I was actually just listening to like Sadie Robertson's one of her podcasts recently and she was talking about how like she had this time where she had all these really great friends and they were all super close and like she lived with some of them and like they all like hung out all together and then she met her future husband and like they started to hang out some and like she's still more with her friends but then they started to get more serious and she's like there is going to be that shift she's like yeah right away you shouldn't just leave all your girlfriends and go hang out with your guy but there's going to be that shift that when you guys do start to get more serious like you're talking about getting married like yeah he is going to become your center of of your universe and he is gonna become he's gonna be taking it more time than like your girlfriend right. and it's important to see like what times in your life that it is that you should be spending more time with like the girlfriends yep. and what time you should be with like your guy or I mean if you're a guy listening to this like your significant other. So like that is important to see that and everything and it yeah. is totally different. Like my life looks totally different than Jenna's. Like Jenna right. can like go off and <laughs> that sounded like really like weird the way I was about to say that. But Jenna can like go and um Go out to the bars with her friends one night or like go get a movie with some guy another night and all this stuff. And it's like, I like have Brady to go home to. And like, I don't know, we have like right. our little like routine and everything. And right. It's just like, if I was just like, oh, hey, see ya. Oh, hey, the next day I'm going to be here. Oh, hey, this. Like three nights in a row, he'd be like, he'd start to feel like really like left out and lonely. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So like, um and when you are married, that is like the other person is after God is like your next most important right. relationship. It's your family. Yeah, exactly. It's your family. So. Yeah, it's yeah. totally going to look different in different it's seasons. It's totally going to look
0: different in different seasons. And and that's okay, and mm-hmm. it should. Yeah. So if you are in like, you know, I was talking with another friend about being content in life. And mm-hmm. that's another thing that I would urge you if you were in like a season of singleness. Be like, okay, what am I learning in this season of singleness? Okay, like what what what's happening here or you know like I'm missing my friendships because mm-hmm. I am starting in this new relationship with mm-hmm. this guy or with this girl and all this stuff and I have kind of started distancing we are getting more serious and I started distancing myself from my friends and I'm missing those friendships. Well okay you're moving you're shifting it's mm-hmm. changing life is changing. Look for what's happening around you now and mm-hmm. the lessons and and the unique opportunities that are happening around you now because Wherever you are in life, there's a unique thing happening right here now, whether it be through your job, whether it be in your social circle, whether it be, um, you know, what's happening with, you know, the government or whether it's what's happening that inspires you, whether it's the music that's getting released now that's, Mm -hmm. you know, inspiring you to go paint a masterpiece or whatever it happens to be. There are unique things happening every single day. That are it's never going to be the same again. Mm-hmm. Day by day, month by month, year by year, everything is changing, and you'll never get these moments back. Mm-hmm. So look for the uniqueness in all of them, and figure out what you're supposed to be learning. Figure out what what you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be investing your time into, mm-hmm. or me, or maybe you're just supposed to be chilling. Yeah, just being still, just, just hanging out. Like a villain, just hanging out. Take a bath, do a face mask. Right, you you don't you don't know you don't know you don't have any plans. You're not busy. Cool, maybe this is your time to
1: be chill and to I be like alone. To be to calm down, you know? Yes, I feel like coming out of quarantine, a lot of people have had that, and a lot of people have been going through that, and it's going to be really interesting, actually, to see as all the states and the world starts to open back up to see, like, what people have learned in that time that they were alone with themselves. Right, they were alone with themselves, because it's not an easy
0: thing. Mm -mm. It's really not to just be, like, alone with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. Like, the mind is a scary place. It's easy Mm -hmm. to spiral. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get into a scary place, but, like, it's also... I don't know. I think it's so important to, mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to, you know, kind of um, navigate that minefield in a way. But yes, friendships, important. Um, let me look at my notes here really quick. Um, um, Okay. Oh, okay. Some friendships are just for a season. Covered that. Not all friendships are meant to be. Oh, that's a good one. Not all friendships are meant to be lifelong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have really close friendships. And I had some friendships... That I was like, this, these are going to be forever. These girls are going to be in my wedding. And we yes. were, like, so, so, so close. Yeah. And then I popped out of that environment, of that, like, time in my life. And there's, like, to the wind. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and That's it so was really, and it's, like, sad. sad. Yeah. And I was talking to Mim about this. She's a pretty open person. I don't think she would mind me sharing. Um, I was talking to Mim about this. And it's, like, it's hard because you went through something, like, Personal and deep with those people yeah. around you in a season of your life, so it just makes sense that you went through so much personal growth and changing in your life, and they were there to witness like it and work you through mm-hmm. it. That you should just be lifelong friends yeah. now, but that's not always the case. Right. And like, and it's okay. And and yeah, it's gonna hurt, and you and you mm-hmm. almost even go through like a grieving process, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna lose people. Some people you are gonna think are for life, mm-hmm. and then they aren't, and. It's it's no one's fault. There's no hard feelings. It's just... It wasn't meant to be a lifelong friendship.
1: And that's okay. And that's also, like, the beauty in um, friendships in the world we live in is, like, you can go live in one city for a while, or you can go study abroad for a while, and you're going to meet these people, and you're going to, like, impact each other's lives, and you're going to, like, never forget them, but right. you also might never see them again, and then you're yeah. going to go impact the next person's lives, and it's, like, we're all here, and we're all impacting each other, and we're just, like, this big flow of, like, energy, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's... Yeah, it's
0: crazy to think about. Yeah. And I love it. And our producer's making noise.
1: Our producer
0: <laughs> like he slinks, slinks across the apartment. She's got to tinkle. She's got to tinkle. <laughs> um and okay, so, but also on the flip side of that, I definitely think there are some of those friendships that are meant to be like lifelong, if not mm-hmm. very long term.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? And you need to nurture those relationships, you guys. You need to care for them. You need to feed them. You need to feed them. You need to feed them with intentional conversation, intentional time together, just like you do a relationship. Sourdough starter.
1: Sourdough. Oh my (laughs) God. That's the first thing that came to mind. I just ate sourdough bread this last week. And I was like,
0: gotta feed it. Gotta get the little guys going. Gotta get them going. You can't just like. You can't just, like, not talk to a person, not feed into the relationship at all, yeah. and
1: expect it to flourish and grow. Okay, and wow. And be strong. This is so relatable to sourdough. It real is so fast, relatable real to Real fast. I did not understand. I've never made sourdough before. I had my sourdough starter in the fridge, pulled my sourdough starter out of the fridge. About two seconds later, I whipped up my batch of bread. 12 hours later, it still hasn't rose, risen. There's no rising. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I text my sourdough starter dealer. She's like, yo, you got to take it out of the fridge. You got to feed it for a couple days. Got to get the little guys going, things moving. Oh. And then you make your sourdough bread. Two days later, do that, and my bread has risen. I love <laughs> it. So relatable. Okay.
0: How relatable. How relatable. How relatable. So treat your friendships, your life, your friendships that are meant to be lifelong or at least long-term, like sourdough bread.
1: You can't just ignore it. Also, don't put it in the fridge, actually. Never put it in the fridge. Never put it in. The, never put your sourdough starter in the fridge. Well, no, no, no. you're supposed to. Or but never put if, your friendship talking, in the fridge. Yeah, but if we're talking about lifelong friends, maybe don't put them in the don't fridge. Don't put them in the fridge. Don't do that part. Don't don't freeze them out. Don't freeze them out. Because <laughs> with sourdough starter, when you don't want to make any bread for a while, you can put it in the fridge. But, yeah. That's a little selfish. That's a little that's a little selfish in, in regards to friendship. Wow. <laughs> okay, how late is it? All
0: right. So, yes. <laughs> You need to also nurture friendships that are meant to be lifelong because I do believe there are some friendships out yes, there that, yes, should, yes. that are meant to be lifelong or at least long-term. Um, okay, making new friends is hard, especially when you start getting older. Mm. Um, okay, so I wanted to give you guys like some practical ways to meet friends. Obviously, work, okay? Mm-hmm. But I know some mm-hmm. people um, that are like stay-at-home moms oh, or like yeah. super busy moms. And just because you have like... Three kids and a husband and a house to upkeep doesn't mean that girl friendship isn't important. Mm-hmm. Like, that girl friendship, women to confide in who are going through some of the same things type of thing, is still important, no matter mm-hmm. what age you are in life. Even our our moms have good girl friendships mm-hmm. they can go yeah. to, They can talk about things, you know, that's not necessarily, like, family. Because i you know, thinking about my sisters. I'm like, yeah, we have each other, you know, built-in friends through mm-hmm. sisters, but, like, also actual like friends right. that you chose, yep. yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> You're like they're all we're all stuck with each other, but like actual friends that you chose that you can confide in that you know have have a different bias than your family members, mm-hmm. right? And I know for a lot of people it's hard, but again, it's it's this whole thing about it's it's about being in, it's about being intentional, mm-hmm. right? So it's like whether that be you start a, you you look and you try to join a book club. Or you start going to like a comedy club. I got to think, because I'm like, I'm like, you can't really like go like the bars sometimes aren't the best places to meet friends. <laughs> yeah. And so then I'm like, so I got to start thinking. I'm like, well, actually there's a comedy club that just opened here. So okay. you know, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. search out some different social Excuse. Excuse, yeah. Excuses. Some yeah. different, like, social gatherings, see if somebody else, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna start doing um, reach out to some acquaintances that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to start doing every other week game night. Come yes. hang out. I'll, I'll have game mates. I'll make supper, whatever it is. And like we said, it's going to be uncomfortable at first. Right. But the payoff in the end is so good. It's so rewarding. You ha- you have someone. And also, don't think that it's not important. Don't think that it's mm-hmm. just for, like, young people in high school and college mm-hmm. and just getting out of college. No. We... Are literally creatures who are made for connection, Mm -hmm. relationship, friendship. Yes, I think if the coronavirus has taught us anything is that we all desperately need friendship, relationship, that that connection. We need each other, Mm -hmm. and I I can't I can't speak to being married, but. I think the friendship, even in marriage, is still pretty important. It's still important to have friends.
1: Yes. Um, I have talked to to somebody older who is married, and she was, like, saying how she felt lonely, like, in those many years that she was married and didn't have friends. She's like, yeah, I still have my husband. And it's like, he didn't totally understand, but, like, I still was lonely because I didn't have friends. So it totally is totally still important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think,
0: I mean, just like Cameron said, like, friendship at any time – is important. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you do have a husband, you're a forever person. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like one or two other friends, it's important. It is. It's important. Um, so yeah, practical ways to make new friends. Game night. Go to a comedy club. Maybe see if someone wants to start a book club. Or if there's already book clubs going on. Or, or go join the community garden. Yeah. Okay? Join a bowling team. Join a bowling team. Like you guys, most cities, even like small towns, yeah. you guys... They have things put in place if you like seek them out enough. Mm-hmm. They have things put in place or there's some boutique doing some like oh, oh events every like like every, night a week. Yeah, like yeah. once a week. There's there's tons of stuff happening yes. all the time, whether you were in a small town, big town, whatever. Look, look into your church, look into your city, look mm-hmm. into your local shops. People are doing stuff so other people can connect because I think everyone knows that in, a, in like the day of social media it is easy to communicate, it is not easy to connect. Mm-hmm. So people are trying to bridge that gap of people want to connect, mm-hmm. they don't know how. Mm-hmm. There are people a
1: man's right, sister.
0: Right, There. Are, so, <laughs> so there are people putting Stay in a the Say a little effort. bit louder
1: for those in the back.
0: <laughs> a little bit louder for those in the back. Anyway. There are those people yes. who are trying to make it possible for you to make friends. You just have to get on the Google and see what's going on in your vicinity.
1: Okay, we need to take a quick pause here for Cameron
0: to pee. All right, Cameron's done tinkling. Sorry if anyone is cringing because I just used the weird tinkle. Um, I just have a couple more things to go over, and then this, we're going to wrap this puppy up. We're going to wrap it up. All along. Hang in there. Listen to it in two parts if you need to. Whatever. But... I just wanted to talk really quick, because I feel like the reason that a lot of the time I know that a lot of the time I say I feel all the time I'm like, no no, no, no no i know i might my my knowing and my opinion might change in a couple of weeks, but for but now for, now. But for yeah. now, I know that a lot of times friendships and investing in friendships often take like a back seat because we are all chasing romantic relationships, oh yeah. For sure. So I want to touch on that because after all this about, you know, different dynamics in friendships and healthy boundaries and blah, 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 and this and that, I think a big problem with friendships and the reason people don't invest in friendships as much as they should and um, the reasons people are starved for friendships is because I feel like, for the most part, a big majority of us are just chasing after that romantic relationship. Because, like I said earlier on – At the beginning of the episode, our culture has made, it like, the end-all be-all, the road to happiness is, like, the Skittles at the end of the rainbow is mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, is mm-hmm. a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm, and sure. we just idolize it so much that our friendships take a backseat. It's like, no, nah, it's not, it's not what I want, it's not what I want, I want, I want the... I want I want the goods. You the know? Goods. I want the goods. I want I want the cute relationship relationshipy stuff that we see in all the rom-coms, whatever. Okay. I want the bleep. I want what? I want the bleep. I'm trying to figure out what cuss word you're putting in there. No,
1: never mind. Never okay.
0: mind. Never okay. Mind, never mind. Uh, okay, this is fine. Never mind. Okay. Um, so yes, our culture idolizes romantic relationships as the have all be all. The end goal to life. How happiness um revolves around romance like all the time. Okay, so the different things are obviously I feel the biggest things that um add to this is media and entertainment. Okay. Okay. Excuse me, I just hocked Luki. Um <laughs> we're too comfortable on this podcast we're getting way too comfortable, we're way too comfortable. people we're like probably like, what like the period this? the period the period underwear episode aired and we're just like well there, there it is it's all out there now well, let's go um the other day someone i was i was talking to someone that are like like well that was a lot and i'm like oversharing is just kind of my thing it's just that it's yeah. just my like i i have a pot. it's just my thing i don't know
1: how to not i told brady i told brady a topic i was like brady If we ever need you and me to do another guest episode, I was like, let's do it about this. And he's like, how about not? No. No. I'm not (laughs) comfortable with that. And I'm like, oh. Okay. I doubt that we pretty much shared everything anymore, so.
0: Right, right, right. Oh, it's so funny. Okay. So, media, right, is a big factor into why we all, like, I like, goo goo gaga for love or this mm-hmm. skewed image we have of love anyway because the world's version of love is just like so jacked and mm-hmm. it's a whole nother episode that we can get into at a later date okay but to give you a quick little oversight about why it makes why it makes friendship take a back seat okay. is we're given the message again and again that romantic relationships are the most important thing and the key to happiness i've said that five times before wow um but just to give you a little. Like, some statistics. I couldn't find an exact statistic for movies, but there were a lot of comments. It was, like, 95% of movies either are mainly about romance, like romantic comedies or, you know, whatever. They have romantic storylines or whatever. Love storylines. Or they're, like, an action movie or a thriller with underlying subplots of romance in them. I mean, so true. There's always uh, just a about, little bit in about, it. About every, every single yeah. movie, TV show out there, Yeah, people were saying online, the comments, yeah. about there were no actual studies done on this, but everyone's like, about 95% of movies and TV shows out there, if mm-hmm. they're not solely... Based on like a love story, mm-hmm. there is underlying subplots in just about everything. Oh, for sure. So even like I said, even movies that are centered around friendship still have an underlying story of romance and relationship, like How to Be Single and Someone Great. I thought about like yeah. first hand first because even in a movie where it's like yeah, being single is great, which both of those are kind of inappropriate. Um, don't judge me too harshly. I got a great laugh out of both of them um but you know in like how to be single it's supposed to be like yeah being single is great but I'm pretty sure she ends up like falling in love with some guy in the end yeah and I'm like okay cool so like what was the movie you about like, what was the point of this? right and
1: then someone great I it's, read the topic of single and listened and right. now I'm just so confused right and now I'm just so
0: confused like I thought I was gonna feel good about being yeah. single after this movie and now I just want a boyfriend again it's fantastic And then you have that movie, Someone Great, which if you guys don't know, it's like three best friends living in New York. The beginning of it, this girl like breaks up with her boyfriend who has been his boyfriend forever and blah, blah, blah. And even that, like, yeah, you see these like three friends are helping Mm -hmm. each other through life. They're all going through different things and they're best friends and they're vibing and they're having so much fun and blah, blah, blah. But there's still those underlying, like, she just broke up and there's this other girl in a blooming relationship and blah, blah, blah. And there's all these underlying tones of relationship Mm -hmm. and love and romance. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, and then I have actual statistics for these next two. Music. Statistics show that over 65% 65 of songs out there are based around a romantic theme, whether it be a breakup song or a love song. Of the remaining 35%, while not primarily about love, still manage to mention it here and there. So, like, even if you have, like, a song, again, about, like, friends, or, like, Mm -hmm. I grew up in this town, they'll still manage to sneak in, like, Like, those country songs, like, I grew up in, like, a water tower town. I don't know. (laughs) Right? They'll still be like, I dated this girl who was a cheerleader. Right? Yes. (laughs) Right? Like, even if it's not primarily, like, a love song or about, like, a romantic something, they'll still, like, sneak it in there so you don't even realize. Yes. Like, seriously, next time you listen to a song, you're like, this isn't about romance. Bet you it mentions it right still. somewhere in it. Bet you it does. At least one verse. At least one verse. At least one line. At least like it's it mentions it. I bet you, I bet you books. Um, okay, and then books. A two thousand five study showed sixty four percent of novels sold and read are solely romantic novels, which again doesn't include the other genres of literature that have other primary the- themes with underlying romantic subplots. So that would be like your. Hunger Games, your right, Divergent yeah, series, right. right? They're like action, but hey, 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 let's throw a love triangle in there. Yeah, so it's like everything. It's just crazy. It's it's everyone's catch-all. Yeah. You have like you have like a mystery yeah. book, right? Like where, what was that? Where the crowd ads sing or something like that? Yeah. Right? Okay. That was like a mystery, right? Kind
1: it, of. It I mean there was a mystery in it. There was a bunch of stuff in it. Right. Yeah. But it still had romance in it. It did. Am MRA. Or MRA yeah. right? right? Okay. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Romance, so, it like sells, you know? It's, it does. Yeah. And it just, it just, again and again, it just like drives into our brain that this is how you're happy. Mm-hmm. This is what makes people happy. This is what you want to achieve in life is mm-hmm. a relationship, a romantic relationship. Wow. I don't think that is necessarily a, a romantic relationship, getting married, having babies, having that life with someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. It says in the Bible, get married, be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Okay. It yeah. literally says that. Right. Well, I still think some people are called to be single. Also. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I still think that's a very good thing, but we idolize it so much that it, it like it literally puts blinders on our face. Oh, we're, yeah. like, we're like, no, nothing else is great because I'm single. Oh,
1: I can't yeah. appreciate anything else anything, because I'm single. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, it's just so sad to me because I, because I know I was there at some point in my life, and mm-hmm. I see other people in my life who are in that like same boat yeah. of just. They don't care about anything. They don't see anything else. They can't be happy. They have no idea. Like, they're not learning anything. They're just, like, treading water. Like, like,
1: where is he? Where
0: is he? Where is he he?" (laughs) at? Just, like, like, a a shark looking for the blood. Like, that's literally all Mm -hmm. it is. And it's, like, so sad to me. Like, you're missing out on so much. Mm -hmm. There's so much more that this time has to offer than you're giving it credit for. And learning so much about yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Which, again, is nothing Against being married or being in relationships. Well, I mean, obviously Those are it's nothing
1: against that. You have one married girl over here. Right. You so, have one married
0: girl over here. It's fine. I okay. just think our culture pounds it into our heads a little too hard mm-hmm. that, uh, like, the importance of it. Yeah. No, for sure. I totally agree. So, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because I got a little, like, vehement... Is that the right word? I think it I've is. I've never
1: heard that word in my life. uh uh-uh. <laughs> I
0: literally, I do this so often. There's always at least, like, one word I throw into the podcast where I'm like, like... Is this a word? <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a word, but I feel like it is because I do a lot of reading. This um, seems good. Anyway. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. One second. Let me, let me look at my notes here really quick. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. We are made. Did you want me to talk about that? Oh, yeah, I did. Thank you. That's <laughs> the, why it's in bold. The bolded letters. letters. Let me just scroll right past it. I just read it. it.
1: She's, like, scrolling, and I read this thing. It says, "Cameron, give insight into how you manage time with friends and a husband. And I'm like, oh, really?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm trying to think. I think for, to start, uh, it's been, I'm not going to say making friends and, like, having friends has been, like, the easiest task in life. And I don't think it necessarily... Yeah, it probably has a lot to do with having a husband and, like, a significant other, like, back when we were, like, dating and um, engaged in college and stuff like that. But I also just think, like, Jenna was talking, like, she had, like, a year where it was just kind of hard. You were in a new place and all that stuff. And we've kind of had that, like, Brookings was a newer area and now I've been in Sioux Falls more and stuff like that. And so it's just, like, actually getting comfortable with people and, like, and stuff before reaching out and having those friendships. But I would say that... For starters, like, if somebody, if somebody, like, asks you to do something or whatever, like, don't turn that down, especially if it's someone you want to be friends with. Like, even if you and your husband, like, me and Brady are together, like, every single night, and, like, yeah, if it's one special date night that we had planned, like, once in the whole month, that's different, but if we were, like, just going to watch a show together or something like that, and someone, like, texts me or messages me, is like, hey, do you want to go do this or whatever, I think it would be, like, really like selfish of me to be like, oh no, I'm like, I already have plans with Brady, even though we don't really have plans, we have plans right. every night. So like you have to be open to that and you have to be open to going out and doing things with people. And I also think, I've talked about this before in the podcast, I think couple friends are huge because it gives you that time to connect with other people as a couple. And it also like gives you that time to connect with another woman. And then like he can connect with another man. Like you guys, um, you know, you can talk about like all the different things that you guys right. can relate with. And he's really good about like, if I'm going to go do something with my friends or if I'm going to come to Sioux Falls to podcast with Jenna or all that stuff or whatever, he never tells me that he doesn't think I should or anything like that. And I think that's huge. Like you need to be supportive of each other and you need to be supportive of each other finding friends. Um, I would say um, when we first started dating, I definitely like put my friends kind of to the back burner because it's new and it's exciting and all that stuff. And it just took me a little while to, like, see, like, okay, yeah, I need to, like, prioritize my time with my friends and, like, him. Like, I need to, like, split it and it be, like, more equal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's still kind of hard because we, we're all over the place, honestly. Like, right now we're in Gettysburg. We were in Manchester for a while. Obviously, when we're in Manchester, we're the only two people we really know. Right. We're traveling together. Um, but – and now we're going to be in Brookings the next year and a lot of our friends have graduated – so that's hard. So it's really hard to say, like, I feel like our friends are constantly living in different places. Mm. But, you know, if it ever does come the time where, like, all of our friends are living in the same, like, if we have a bunch of friends who are living in the same place, I think I'd be able to talk more about it and, like, talk about, like, making time with friends. But I would really, like, I don't know, like, having, like, a Tuesday night that was dedicated, like, to the ladies. You know right. what I mean? I think that would be important. But... I don't know, it's really hard, because I don't live in the same town as any of my friends, really. Right. And we're always living in different places, but we're, like, at our fourth location since we've been married, and we haven't been ma- married two years. <laughs> yeah. So it's just really, it's really hard, honestly, to, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. To be able to talk about that, and it's hard to um, even, like, keep those friendships. And it's, like, when I'm in a different location, like, I'm in Gettysburg, I have been texting my friends, I guess this is a little bit of insight of how... I manage it. I've been texting my friends um, that live there and put them in a group message. I'm like, hey, let's go do this or hey, let's go do that. And I just tell Brady, like, I'm doing this with my friends, you know? And he's fine right. with it. And I think that if your significant other isn't fine with that, that's a conversation you guys need to have and need to figure it out because obviously you can't spend all your time with them. So. Right. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Um, I know that at when you guys, like, first were back in Brookings after Manchester and stuff, you were yeah. saying that it was hard having, like, friend time because – or being invited to different things because everyone thought that you and Brady were a package deal. Oh, yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like
1: that still happens, for sure. Like, Brady will, like, he'll have, like, these friends he meets at class and stuff like that, or, like, different people he'll meet and stuff, and then once they find out he's married, like, it's, like, all, like, reaching out and connection is just, like, lost. hmm And it's just, like, okay. Like, <laughs> we're each right. our own person. It's, right. Yeah, no, and that's definitely true. And in Manchester, that was huge. Like, we would meet people and it seemed like we were going to like have these cool friend groups and then it's like a couple conversations later and they find out we're married and we're never invited to anything. Yeah. And so that is hard. I don't know. I just think that you need to, I guess, make it known to those people that you are open to having friends even though you're married. Right. Which I think is obvious, but I guess with people our age, it's not obvious. Right. They're like, right. oh, you're married. Like, you're in a different spot in your life. Blah, 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 blah. It's right. It's like in a real, like, marriage-wise, yeah, we're in a different spot in our life, but, like, I'm still going through the same obstacles you are at this age. Right. You know, like, like, we're all
0: learning to file our taxes here. Yes.
1: Like, I'm still, (laughs) so it's really weird because I'm going through, like, certain obstacles in life that, like, people my age are, and then I'm going through other obstacles in my life that people, like, in their late 20s are you know so right. it's like so it is honestly weird and it is kind of lonely but I do feel like I'm finally starting to get like so, some more closer friends and we're starting to get those couple of friends and it does it does make you feel a lot less lonely having those friendships and right stuff, so but yeah I guess my advice to that is when people think you're a package deal, just be like, just let them know, like, hey, like, I'm open to having girl time, Brady doesn't always have to be there. Right. And Brady being like, hey, I can come hang out with the guys, like, Cameron doesn't have to be there. Like, I even told Brady when he had someone come over one time or I told some guys, I said, if you want to have some guys over, if they're going to come over, I'll leave. Or I'll go to the bedroom and close the door and won't come out. Like, right. that's fine. Right. I want you to have those friendships, so. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel like we covered a lot. And I feel like there's so many things. As I was, like, as we were going through this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. That could be an episode in itself. That could be an episode in itself. That could be an episode in itself. But, um, yeah. We covered, like we, yeah. we covered a lot.
1: We covered
0: a lot. Yeah. I know, again, you guys... I, I we said this, but I feel like I I feel like I always need to give a disclaimer because you guys can't talk back. Yeah. Like, and I feel kind of bad about that sometimes because I'm like, you could be like 120 percent like disagreeing with everything we say, and we would have no idea. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're not experts. We talk on our experience, and we hope that it lands on the ears that it needs to. And if if it's not for you, cool. Just just enjoy your funny anecdotes here and there, and lose all the rest. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Go re-listen to another episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: go re-listen to another episode. But um, I hope, hopefully, I don't know, this has helped you guys a little bit. And if nothing else, like, helped you if you're in a time of discouragement mm-hmm. or whatever, you're struggling with where you are in life, hopefully this makes you feel a little less alone. Because yeah. I know that there's definitely been times in my life where I'm like, if I could have just felt a little less alone, mm-hmm. y'all, we've been there. Someone else is there mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. It's five o'clock somewhere. that made sense in my mind not so sure it's It's getting late it's It's fine fine. fine. okay
1: final thoughts um if you love this podcast go leave us a five-star review and and a written and, and a, a, written, and a written yeah. review. You guys, we love written reviews so much. Like Ring I feel like man. I feel
0: like we beg for them. But I'm at that point where I'm just like, I love written reviews so much. I love to know what people are thinking yes. and what kind of which content episodes you like. Yeah. yeah,
1: which episodes you like. What you, like, you want to hear more of? Because honestly, we can't hear you guys um, talk back. So. Yeah, this episode's about to end in about like thirty seconds. So do not forget. Once this is over, either go send us a message, leave us a written view, comment on our latest Instagram post, let us know what you thought, let us know what you liked. All of you who do lots of commenting all the time, we love you. You we are love our favorite. You. you are the fan faves.
0: Instagram at coffee and a combo podcast, and Twitter yeah. is
1: um at coffee a uh, combo one. I've been saying and combo. It's okay. Uh. So coffee a convo
0: one One.
1: yes that's what twitter is
0: and yeah we will be here again next week so tune in okay love you bye you guys bye